not go to the refrigerator, and I will see you on side two. This has been Move Your Ass, this Thursday edition. Stay tuned for Pandora's Lunchbox, and be well. Thursday, Thursday at WCBN Dragway. Hold, hold it. Listen. Get your weekend started with some jump blues, some funk, boogie woogie, and shake, rattle, and roll with Sachet's Shimmy Shimmy Coco Bop with the father of funk. The most fun you can have legally indoors. Shimmy Shimmy Coco Bop, Shimmy Shimmy Bop. Every Thursday, 8 to 9 p.m. right here on WCBM-FM, Ann Arbor. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What's that? And off his box, the box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. Good evening, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. This is Mike. And Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and how culture affects food and people affect food and culture and other people. And so, for that reason, we're going to talk about the Shadow Art Fair again because it's one of my favorite things to talk about on WCBN on Pandora's Lunchbox. Hi, Mark. Hello. Mark Maynard is one of the founders of the Shadow Art Fair. And you just announced on your blog, markmaynard.com, earlier this month that this would be the last Shadow Art Fair. I, I I did. Um, it um, it will be the last. Um, should, should I change that one? Yeah. Um, I just. Uh, it sounds really odd. I think it's. Is it, is it this? Is it my I th- voice? I think you're okay. Am I, I okay think now? Good. Yeah. All right. You're I good. Know if I should change. No, you're good. Oh, here we go. Let's try this. Is that better? Yeah, that's good. I don't yeah. know. It's just my my. It started to sound really weird in my in my head. Yeah, I don't know. I expect the the best from from CBN. Absolutely. So <laughs> very, very high standards. Yeah, we we um we said we were gonna um quit. So we've been doing it seven years now. Um, a lot of things changed. I think the environment is much different than it was seven years ago when we started. Uh, there are a lot more kinds of events that kind of cater to the alternative art scene, I guess you'd call it. And um, and also some of our people moved away, and it just seemed like the right time to, to end it and do other stuff. So we're all kind of moving on. So the Shadow Art Fair, for those who don't know, this is this is the last hurrah coming up on Saturday at the Corner Brewery in Ypsilanti. And it's funny, I actually had a dream last night. I'm going on a tangent already. Go ahead. But uh, I dreamt that I had these... 12, 15, 20, I don't know, pieces of individual paper. They were kind of four by six, maybe a little bigger, and they were kind of cream colored. And they had some kind of connections between sheet music and um, an app, 
you know, some kind of connection between the old and the new. And I, for some reason, was supposed to explain the connection. And I, and I really didn't know where this came from at all. But I was supposed to explain it and come up with some kind of description. And I believed that I could do it. And so, in that spirit, I guess sometimes I have a, a lot of fun trying to describe the shadow art fair. You kind of have to see it to believe it and to experience it. But you get a bunch of people in a room with a lot of ideas and some interesting merchandise and some and a sense of humor and some music in a beer garden, and you have a really interesting event. Yeah, it's like I often liken it to having a bunch of cream-colored cards that <laughs> that you're you're made to talk about apps <laughs> and things, which is the way we typically describe it. Yeah, it's it's just kind of a, a weird thing where. Um, when we started it, it was just a bunch of friends that decided to get together. The brewery was new in Ipsy, and we thought, well, we'll invite 30 of our friends that are doing interesting work. We'll put them all in a room together, and then they'll chat about their projects. Um, as it turned out, you know, over a 1,000 people showed up, and we didn't have a chance to talk. So it became something kind of different than we'd anticipated. But we did talk. We didn't talk to each other, rather. <laughs> so we talked to the people as they walked through, and—, and um, I think it made a lot of change for our community. And I mean, Ipsy is an interesting little community that was kind of going through a rebirth of sorts. And I think we were the right place at the right time. And I think it was easy for us to kind of market the event as it was opposed to um, the Ann Arbor Art Fair. So I think, I mean, this is just my perspective, but having having lived here off and on for 25 years or so, it seemed like after you know the tech center and some other things changed in Ann Arbor, it seemed like more and more of the kind of... Um, less established artists kind of moved um, in our direction. I think about the tech center. There was a big a tech center that was an artist community, not, well, actually, we're near where the YMCA yeah, and Ann Arbor is right y now. Is now yeah. So it is. Okay, and it burned down, right? Yeah, I think someone fell asleep and lit it on fire or something. I don't know, mm, but yeah. something something happened. It, it wasn't it wasn't exactly the most safe place <laughs> in the world. But I, I think I think we just happened to be at the right time. It just seemed like there was a movement of kind of maybe younger... I, I hesitate to say more interesting ideas, but kind of exiting Ann Arbor at the time. Um, um, and I think we kind of took advantage of that and positioned ourselves against the art fair, which people had negative associations with for various reasons. Um, personally, I'm not as anti-art fair as I was once was. Um, kind of as a student here, I worked in food service, and I just hated the art fair. Mm -hmm. It was, it it was, was just, too much at once? It was just too many people, too many loud people that were rude, and too many fanny packs, and too many... <laughs> I mean, the, the art didn't really resonate with me. And I thought, you know, like, let's have an event in Ipsy. And I kind of played with the idea for a few years saying, at first I was thinking, but let's have all like our local businesses and have bands and stuff in the streets and have restaurant deals for people from Ann Arbor that want to get out of Ann Arbor for the day. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of evolved into something um, more arts related with my friends um, um, that I met through Jenner for album store, Henrietta Fahrenheit. Um, her store went out of business. A lot of us got together. We had a small group of five or six of us, and we started kicking around ideas, and that's what I brought to the table and said, well, let's all get together at the brewery and, and have this event. And it kind of just took off from there. But I think it was just the right place, the right time, right message. I think people were pushing back against you know, corporate culture and wanting to meet people that were actually making things with their own hands. And um, um, you know, I, I think a lot of other people are doing art fair since. Um, maybe more on the crafty side, we were always trying to do things that were kind of more, less about commerce and more about interaction. So Interaction, yeah. So and that was our that was our thing. I think about some of the things you've done through the years at Shadow Art Fair, like Hugs and Gumbo. Some people, I suppose, look at that and go, oh, is that what Shadow Art Fair is about? But it really isn't. I mean, I guess it's, or is it? I yeah, know. I think it's, I think that's exactly what it's about. I think the Hugs and Gumbo thing was something that Jennifer and Melissa and I did. 
and it was we made vegan gumbo and we had a little zine about hugging and about gumbo Mm -hmm. and when someone bought a bowl of gumbo we hugged them and gave them a copy of the zine and it was like it kind of changed the dynamic it wasn't just i give you money and you give me something else it was we're going to connect and we're going to have a conversation about this and it was i mean i think that's a perfect example of that was um probably one of the the highlights for me for what we've done over the last seven years um i think we're looking for people that are changing that um you know, that dynamic. So if somebody had something that's really sellable and if they were applying to be a part of the show um, and there was somebody else who was doing something completely unsellable that was just interesting, (laughs) we would always go with the unsellable um, one, which I think makes us a little unique or made us a little unique. So you can buy things like crafts at the Shadow Art Fair. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, Sometimes coffee. There have been times when there's been a coffee there. there are T-shirts there. In fact, I think of some of the vendors. We can talk in more detail about the vendors in a moment. But okay. Great Lakes T-shirts. Tim first now has his Great Lakes T-shirts. Yeah, Tim was one of the founders. He was one of the first five of us that found it, and he moved off to California, and he's coming back for this one. This is kind of nice because it is our last one. Everyone's kind of reconnecting and coming back. So Melissa's moved to Detroit. She's coming back. Tim moved to California. He's coming back. Um, Molly retired. Molly Mast, who has um, Mast Shoes, she retired from the group a couple of years ago to focus on her family, and she's coming back for this one. Um, so yeah, everyone's everyone's back. So it's it's really nice. It's a it's a homecoming of sorts. So the original Michigan Design Militia that started yeah. it all is uh, reconvening. Yeah, yeah. And, and Chris uh, Chris Sandin kind of took over when um, when Tim left, and and he's going to be there as well. So yeah, it's the whole main core. Yeah. Yeah, so this is all going to be the Shadow Art Fair is going to be at Corner Brewery this Saturday from noon to midnight. Noon to midnight. And we're going to talk about some of the events going on at Shadow Art Fair, including music and other things. But first, I think this is an appropriate song. I have this five CD box set of Lewis Jordan that I bought recently. And I thought, well, pretty much any song you would ever need on any subject is probably on this box set. And I think this one's appropriate. This is called Don't Burn the Candle at Both Ends. This might be some good advice and something to dance to. Here we go. Dissipation is ruination, so don't burn the candle at both ends. No, no, don't burn the candle at both ends. You can't stay up all day and all night. You just can't do it. It just ain't right. So don't burn the candle at both ends. Now, one woman is fine. Two is enough. Three I'll allow, but four is too rough. Redheads are out. Brunettes are no better. So stay away from them gals with them pretty sweaters. Did you feel that prescription like the doctor said? Three times a day and eight hours in bed? Those rings under your eyes. Look how they've grown. They're so big, they got rings of their own. Too many cigarettes bring a big doctor bill. If women don't kill, your nicotine will. So you better get some rest while you can. You can't argue with the undertaker, man. So don't burn the candle at both ends. Don't burn the candle at both ends. And girls, if you really want my advice, and you want a wedding with shoes and rice, you can't do it. Don't burn the candle at both ends. Now, when a guy takes you to dinner and gets real chummy, careful what you put in your tummy. Let him keep that seafood high on the shelf. If you order oysters, don't make a pig of yourself. Go to bed at 5 and wake up at 5.30, you think you look like Hedda Lamar, look like Gravel Gertie. Listen, housewives, if you lead a fast life, you wind up looking like John's other wife. That old man of yours won't make a buck, because when he has to lift that load in that truck, with all that dissipation and coffee in his cup, believe me, sister, he won't lift it up. So don't burn the candle at both ends. No, no, don't burn the candle at both ends. 
You're living and loving much too fast If you got a good thing, you better make it last Don't burn the candle at both ends Now your body's like a car, don't let it get weak Better check that motor so that radiator won't leak When it gets worn out, you won't be able to trade it So every thousand miles, lubricate it Cause if you're not careful, I see trouble ahead You wake up one day and find yourself dead Don't burn the candle at both ends No, no, don't burn the candle at both ends You can't have your cake and still eat it You can't have a candle and overheat it So don't burn the candle at both ends Now wear your rubbers in the rain And stay away from drafts on the train Eat apple every day Be sure your blood pressure's okay See your dentist twice a year and stay away from root beer Then again you might have bad luck Walk out in the street and get hit by a truck So go on home and read the funny papers and Cut out all those funny capers And remember folks, you can't burn the candle at both ends Don't drink root beer. I don't know. I don't know. An editorial comment from Mr. Lewis Jordan from his album, Lewis Jordan and his Timpany Five, five, five big CDs on the JSP label. That was Don't Burn the Candle at Both Ends. Talking to Mark Maynard of Shadow Art Fair. And Shadow Art Fair is coming up one last time on Saturday at the Corner Brewery in Ypsilanti. And I suppose it's a really, 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 really big endeavor to put together a Shadow Art Fair, I think. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work coordinating all the pieces, and you know, um, you've got bands, and you've got politics, and you've got um, you know people who own certain breweries that don't like loud music, and you've got bands that want to play loud music, and you've got you know fuses blowing out all the time because we've got too many people doing um, electronic work inside the uh, inside the the brewery. Mm. So there, there are a bunch of, and there are people that don't get in and that are you know not happy about not getting in, and then they're people that do get in that kind of disappear for parts of the day where they shouldn't disappear. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's always something, but it, it's a, it's a handful, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It's um, the good definitely outweighs the bad. Um, it's a ton of work, but it's, it's, it's great. And I think, I think people like knowing that it's something none of us have ever made a penny on and it's just done because we care about our community and like it. And, um, it's it's I think those kinds of things are really rare these days. I don't have a problem with people making money on. I mean, people need to eat, you know. But um, you know, I think for, for the amount, I think a lot of the the vendors did really well in the event, and they would say, "I can't believe you're only charging this much for the table rent." But we just need to cover what it would cost to rent the table. I mean, mm-hmm. we weren't looking to make anything, so I think we were kind of an aberration in the whole world of of our fairs. And um, you know, we we defied, I mean, like you were saying about your dream, I mean, it, it kind of defied definition what we were trying to accomplish and trying to do. And it was a special group of people that all were of the exact same mindset when it came to that stuff. And um, once people started moving away, you know, life changes and, and people move on. Um, once that, you know, core started to go away, we tried to patch it in certain ways and we, we kept it going a little bit. But mm-hmm. it's just, it, it ran its course and it was, um, you know, as... You know, I was just recently saying to somebody, it's like, um, you know, you, we could definitely keep it alive. And it was, I think it was good for the economy. And Ipsy had brought, you know, over a thousand people into town and they would go off to eat at restaurants. And I felt really good about it. And it would inspire other people to do artistic work themselves. Um, but you just can't keep it going forever just because it feels like you should be doing it. Yeah. And I just, you know, I think we all got to a point where it's, it was the right time. I mean, it's, I don't know. It just, it just felt like the right time to, to move on. So. Well, one thing you've also said before is that you used to do Shadow Art Fair twice a year, mm-hmm. and then you started doing it just in the summer, and then the December version turned into the Krampus Costume Ball, 
And funny thing happened, a couple of other DIY art fairs popped up in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, things pop up. I mean, I think they're different. I think the, the, the vibe is different, but I still think it's it's nice to know that, I mean, something will definitely fill the gap. Um, hopefully, it'll it'll take on some of our um, aesthetic and some of our, um, hopefully, we've inspired people to do not just art fairs, but but good art fairs that actually care about what they're presenting and and actually take the time to to curate you know nice shows and to um, inspire people to do good work. So I think one of the nice things is um, like we have over the years we've we've grown this this group of friends and I think this year for instance there were no applications it was just people that we already knew that we invited back and had done good work in the past and we said do extra good work this is our last one. So so, oh, so yeah. people are doing you know, extra good work, you know, it's like, I think that, um, you need to build that kind of community. You can't just say, I'm going to have an art fair. I'm going to rent a room. There are $50 a table for, for tables. Come on out and bring whatever, you know, stuff you have to sell. You have to go the the next step and cultivate a a group of, of, you know, co-travelers that are kind of on the same path with you that kind of buy into this whole idea. And then you get this special energy when you walk into the room and you get a sense of, great ideas swirling around and community too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think other things will, will step into the, into the gap. I mean, we're already, Chris and I are going to keep doing the Krampus thing, which has some of the same, the, some of the same vibe. And then I think there might be places for other kind of just leaving the commerce out altogether and just doing some kind of experiential art kind of space. Some other friends and I are doing something on um, water street in Ypsilanti where we're building a kind of a sculpture garden. There are a bunch of other little cool things going on. So this is by no means an end to um, our contributions to our community. Um, it's just taking different forms. It's just kind of, you know, there was this this neutron bomb that was the shadow art fair. And then now <laughs> everything is just kind of, you know, changing as a result of it. And so we have the fallout. Maybe there's a different word for that yeah, <laughs> spreading around. Yeah, it's a positive fallout. There you go. And are you looking forward to folks stepping out that maybe haven't maybe they didn't think to themselves i don't maybe they thought to themselves i don't know if i could do something this big but now that there's an opening maybe i could try something new try an affair of our own maybe maybe um i, I don't know i mean i think i mean it, it it'll be interesting to see how it takes shape i mean i think things like there's something in nipsey called spur studios um where it's artist space where it's you know monthly rental and they've got space for 10 bands and 10 artists i think or something along those lines an old kind of um, office building that was kind of derelict or um, uh, vacant for a number of years. Um, that happened as a result of the Shadow Art Fair. Um, I don't think it would have happened if the Shadow Art Fair hadn't happened. And now a lot of those people are going on and doing other things. I mean, I think it's this, you know, the, these circles that kind of emanate out from the, the the source. So I think positive things are already happening. And like you said, there was there's DIY Ipsy, which is another art fair that's really good. And it launched because we ended our winter shadow art fair. And a lot of the vendors said, well, we want to do something in the winter. So, I mean, I think, I think those things will happen. So I, I'm encouraged to see what, what, what happens. And, you know, I'm staying in the community and Chris is staying here and we're going to keep doing good stuff. So it's, it's by no means the end. Very cool. So the Shadow Art Fair is this Saturday at Corner Brewery in Ipsy, the last Shadow Art Fair, but maybe only the beginning. And there's something that I think that you would like, too, um, since you like to talk about food. Yes. Um, we're having, we always have, like, new, young kind of entrepreneurs that are trying new things. And there's a guy that um, named Rob Hess that has something called Go Ice Cream. Oh, he I had Rob Hess on the show, so. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay, so, so Rob is making yeah. a special Sunday for us called Sunday Bloody Sunday. Oh. And it's covered in... Um, 
little shards of broken glass, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is made out of sugar and water. I hope. I hope so or, too. Or yeah. some sort of thing. But he, he sent me pictures, and it's really quite beautiful. So I think uh, I think that'll be nice, and we'll have him in one section of the room with all of our bicycle themed kind of uh, participants. We've also got uh, a guy named Andy Clayton that made a um, a bicycle that plays death metal. Oh, so yeah. as you ride it, the the tire kind of hits the strings on a guitar, and then there's a cymbal on the front, and there's a microphone, and it goes through some sort of distortion device. So you, you sing your heavy metal lyrics, and you can change the chords with this large lever on the side of while the bike. Eating, while eating shards of glass. While so, eating shards of glass. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, those are, those are two examples of interesting things that you probably would only find at the Shadow Warfare. Now, Molly Mast is going to have her self-service head measuring booth, I understand. That goes way back to an earlier meeting of the Shadow Art Fair founders where we all measured our heads. I don't know <laughs> why we were in a meeting and decided to find out who had the biggest head, and we were surprised by the results. And I think we wanted everyone else to experience that for themselves, to know how big their head was and um, how they measured up against everyone else. I don't know. <laughs> Molly's done some cool stuff over the years. She also um, had one year where she took pictures of people's feet and then people would come back the next year and they would get a poster where she had assembled all the pictures of the people's feet from the year before. I mean, just, I don't know, it's something you wouldn't find in Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor's art fair. And also lovely little pictures of feet, too, separate oh, little yeah. pictures yeah. of feet, yeah. too. So she, she loves freaky feet. Yeah. That's her, that's her business. So she, there you go. She enjoys that. <laughs> right, because she's in the shoe business. She is. She, yeah. um, they actually take very good care of people with very odd footwear needs. Like people, mm. people with foot shapes that defy normal shoes. Ah, so wow. that, that's her bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> so there's also going to be a fax party, I understand. Yeah, that's Vinny. He, um, he's going to have a table with no people behind it, just a fax machine. And you'll leave a dollar uh, or whatever, and then a fax will come through with your artwork. So I'm not sure how it works. I'm not sure the science behind it, but that's the, uh, that's the idea. I like the idea that we're not sure how it works, but you just... Give somebody a dollar and something happens and you'll find out what yeah. it is? Yeah, you wait and then eventually the fax machine starts and you take the next piece of artwork that comes off the fax machine, yeah. And Naya Venturi of Dreamline Theater is going to have her puppet fortune-telling machine. I have not seen it yet, but yeah, there's she's going to have a table where there's a puppet inside, I assume, inside some sort of box, like a, one of those old kind of um, carnival kind of fortune-telling machines where you put money in, I don't know how much money, and then the puppet will tell you your fortune. Yeah. While eating shards of glass, perhaps. It could be. Yeah, could maybe be. it could be do not eat the glass. Yes. So it could be your fortune. <laughs> Speaking of food, there's also salsa. One of the vendors mm-hmm. is Ypsilanti's... Uh, Nightshade know, Industries? Nightshade Army. That's it. Nightshade Army. Army Salsa. Yep. yep. So... Yeah, Stephanie. Um, yeah, she, she grows all the stuff herself. She has a a big kind of farm, and she grows all the tomatoes and all the peppers and everything, and she makes delicious salsa. It's awesome stuff. So you're also in a corner brewery, so there are other food choices as well. So it's yeah, There's lots of good beer, and they're going to make a special beer for us, and I forgot what it was, and I should have written it down. I Uh-oh. think it is a cherry beer of some sort. Oh. I think that the words that come into my head, and I don't know if this is right or not, so don't um, quote I me, quote but I think, I think it was Cherry Queen is what they were calling it, uh-huh. the, the beer, so some sort of cherry beer. And we can celebrate the fact that cherries in Michigan survived this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they might still be kind of dwindling, but um, I think they, they did better than ex- they expected. Yeah, that's so. good news. So another reason to celebrate. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Let's have a little bit of shadow music real quick. Awesome. You want me to sing? Uh, yes. 
you, you can if you like. Would you like to sing? Shall no, I? I thought I thought you were putting me on the spot. No, but uh, it's so you can sing, but I'll turn off the mic for you. So you it'll be <laughs> like in, sh- singing in the shower, only with clothes on. Oh, so I should have kept my clothes on. Uh, yeah, well, well, Otto, that's a good point. That's a good question. Maybe we can talk about that during Face the Music coming up at seven o'clock mm-hmm. with Arwolf. But in the meantime, let's see what happens if I press this button. Hardly breathing Footsteps behind me slightly quicker The corner of my eye A shadowy flicker I wonder if he's after my soul Again tonight Stops the whisper with the shadow That still keeps me in his sight I shout to pass his mind But I don't seem aware Don't want to get involved In a spiritual affair Tonight my fears are growing worse and worse I feel him brewing up an evil curse since it's you creep up my spine, I want to scream, but only whine because I know it can't be true. Mine's gone now, legs, it's up to you. I wonder if he's after my soul again tonight. Some of the whisper with the shadows, that still keeps me in the sight. I shout it like the I'd be on my mum But even when I'm safely in my bed I know that he is waiting in my head I wonder if he's after my soul again tonight Stop the whisper when the shadows That still keeps me in his sights I shout at last and strange But they don't see me well Don't want to get involved in my spiritual affair Listening to Madness and Shadow of Fear and this is Pandora's Lunchbox, wrapping it up with the Shadow Art Fair. Not Shadow of Fear, Shadow Art Fair, coming up at the Corner Brewery in Ypsilanti this Saturday from noon to midnight. We're here with Mark Maynard. Thank you, Mark, and the Michigan Design Militia for all these Shadow Art Fairs and all the great music. There's a lot of music coming up we haven't talked about yet uh, on the Shadow Art Fair. Charlie Slick's going to play at 3.30, Actual Birds at 2.30, and lots of other cool people. Yeah, the the there's a pretty full schedule from 2 until, is it 2? From 2 until 9, I think, and then after that there's going to be a Shadow Puppet Show, um, which will be really, really nice. So Patrick Elkins will be doing the Shadow Puppet Show. He's been he do, He's been doing Shadow Puppet Shows for a number of events at the Shadow Art Fair and Dreamland Theater and Fool Moon in Ann Arbor. So Yeah, I was at his studio last night, and the, the stuff that he's doing for this one is really, really, this stuff is really, really incredible. It's, Very cool. Uh, super, super cool. And Annie Palmer will be playing at 6.30, so lots of people, if you follow the local music scene, you will know and love, and if you don't, you will yeah, find out. come and fall in love. Come and fall in love with Mike Perini. Mike Perini will be there, and you can meet him. <laughs> We're going to have a, a Touch Mike Perini booth. <laughs> For, not not for a dollar though. No, I think. Um, well, how much do you want to pay people? That's like twenty five cents a. Wow, I think that could. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll work that out um, as we go along. I yeah. think. I, I mean, I think. Um, you know, I, I think people would love to have an opportunity to this last time to to get to to be intimate with you. <laughs> I, yes, I know. Actually, if people are close enough, I mean, people do get a chance to rub against each other a lot at the Shadow Art it, Fair. So this, that is one of the bad things about the Shadow Art Fair. I mean, if you're if you're like me and you're adverse to a lot of um, human interaction 
or you know it's very crowded um so if if you're at all um you know um if you at all dislike that kind of thing i would stay home <laughs> or don't or don't i mean come and challenge yourself it's a aversion therapy yes it is and fun too it's the most fun aversion therapy you may ever it have be. it's fun to have people slosh beer on you and step on your feet and grab your your bottom <laughs> i mean it's it's a, it's a really crowded kind of uh, I don't it's think it's a very I th- unpleasant event. I, I will say. I, I think I can finally come out and tell the truth. Mark this, Maynard, this is very liberating. Mark, it, it is the yeah. one of the worst events in the world. <laughs> Mark and Maynard the, heartily endorsing the Shadow Art Fair. Stay home. And yes, okay, that's that's our advice for the show. Well, we're out of time. All right. Thank, <laughs> thank you very you, much, Mike. Mark, it's, for thank you for coming on the show and talking about this wonderful aversion therapy event, the Shadow yeah. Art Fair. At the Corner Brewery from noon to midnight. Mm-hmm. Corner Brewery is in Ypsilanti. You can look it up and stuff. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. Going to play a little bit of thank you music to you, Mark, and the Michigan Design Militia for the Shadow Art Fair before our Wolf will help us to face the music. Okay, and thank you very much, Mike. Your support over the years has been, has been awesome. You're very welcome. Well, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, and let's uh, do this. <laughs> interesting chair we've got here. I appear to be sitting on the floor. It's good. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. My name's R. Wolf, and it's time for Face the Music. Thanks, uh, Mike and Mark. That was splendid. That was good radio. And you're always welcome down here, fella, by the way. Uh, Tonight's Face the Music. Let me see. Let me get the uh, schematic over here. This is the third time I've come in here and won't stop talking about William S. Burroughs. Technically, I suppose this is the the uh, the last time I'll actively base a show, at least in part, upon um, old song titles and lyrics that I detected among the pages of William S. Burroughs' experimental novel, The Ticket That Exploded. So there are a few in here, but uh, because it's the Ann Arbor Art Fair uh, 2013, I'm also putting some other salient stuff in here. I hope you enjoy what comes through the transmitter and lands in your lap. 
this uh, this show actually has a title. It comes from page 93 of The Ticket That Exploded. Uh, the sentence is, The Creature 